Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> just making a joke. Right. I'm just making a joke to a stranger who doesn't know where you're coming from. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. fourth be with you when did this become a thing i don't remember it earlier in my I life i don't either i feel like no, it was a few years ago i think yeah just a few years ago like a 21st century thing yeah yeah so today is may 4th may the 4th hence all the star wars references today if you're late <laughs> to the game on that one eric debbie me huge star wars fans greg pancake hill uh, he's there Brandon snide out yeah, not really. <laughs> right, I don't get fine. it. There's too much going on. There is a lot now. A like lot I have now. no idea where to begin. The first Star Wars is the fourth Star Wars, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's where you begin. But it doesn't... How? If you want to watch it in order, Disney Plus has a great little sure. lineup. We can spend 37 hours straight. <laughs> well, when you got baseball games at 9.30 at night, the time yeah. is limited. Yeah. That was a late one. I was trying to pull. I wonder if this is the bite that I was looking for. Now the Force is what gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. So there it is. That's okay. the Force. Sir Alec Guinness. Ooh. Simply Ooh. explained. Surrounds us, it binds us. Right, So that's what the Force is. Yep. And those who are gifted in the Force can tap into that energy more than can some others. And that's why they are powerful in the Force. And allowed to lift rocks and throw people around. I do have to admit in the very beginning, and I saw it in the theater right when it first came out, I was like overstimulated. I was like, I don't know what's happening, but it looks really neat. I didn't did not follow the storyline, the whole war and everything that was going on, the politics behind everything. It just was went right over my head. But like pew pew, that was cool. Right. <laughs> so. Continues to grow. And uh, if you're following us on the video live stream today, which you can access on WTMJ.com on our app, just click on the watch live as opposed to listen live. Eric's got a cool Star Wars shirt here. Very nice. Yeah. Hey, cool. It's got the Stormtroopers uh, throwback to Abbey Road, yeah. right? <laughs> it's the Beatles wearing Stormtrooper helmets. I just got the classic Star Wars art shirt on. That's a good one. Good I, look. Nothing. I was going to do my hair with Leia, like Leia, but... No. Oh, but what? Come but on. I, I, honestly, I don't know how to do it. It would just look like piggy tails. That's Can't all. you get those like earmuffs? <laughs> I do have earmuffs. Look, my headphones. Yes. Yay! Look, I'm Leia. 514 on Wisconsin's Morning News. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take it away. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Behind five scoreless innings from Rocky starter Kyle Freeland, the Brewers' offense was absolutely nowhere to be found, and they dropped their third game in a row, this one by a final score of 7-1 to to fall to 18-12 and on the season. The story of this game, in case you didn't stay up for it, the fourth inning, which saw four runs cross the plate for Rocky starter Eric Lauer. Just a standard inning where you just we gave too many outs. You give too many outs here, and they put together some good at bats. Eric got a big strikeout to get the two outs, but you know it's that one extra out they got that uh, ended up being the big you know big blow. The Brewers will look to try and salvage a game here against these lowly Rockets before they head over to San Francisco for another three-game set. Wayne Miley gets a start today with a first pitch of two ten. Over to the NFL, where the Packers made the Jordan Love extension official on Wednesday, giving Green Bay their starter for at least. 
the next couple of seasons. Having a hard time figuring out who won, which probably means it was a good compromise. So basically for Jordan Love, he gets to make more money than he's ever made in his career, but he gives up a year of franchise tag. His money that he can make is less than the franchise tag. However, if something bad happens and either he plays not good enough or he gets injured, he gets to make... You know, I think it was $13.5 million. Ian Rappaport from the NFL Network appearing on the Pat McAfee Show Wednesday to break down the contract extension. With that now out of the way, it's time to see some action as the Packers rookies will take the field tomorrow for day one of rookie minicamp. Having a lot of youth is exciting because you really don't know until you get these guys in here and start to work with them. But I, I do think we've got some talented players to work with, and we'll see what they can handle. Head coach Matt LaFleur there as the rookie minicamp will begin Friday in Green Bay and conclude over the weekend. And lastly, over to the NBA where the Boston Celtics even things up in their best-of-seven series after routing the Philadelphia 76ers by a final score of 121 to 87. Coming up, Bike Night is back. Siding Unlimited, WTMG News Time 518. A sure sign of spring, the Harley Davidson Museum's first Thursday night bike night. Thursday bike night is tonight. Did you bring the bike out, dude? Today? Or, no. I mean, it's it's out of storage, Joe. Yeah. Okay. I got it yesterday. I didn't bring it to work today. Okay. Well, bike I don't night. know where I stand. We're starting the bike up at three o'clock in the morning in the neighborhood. So I'm <laughs> that trying should to be like, a topic for the show. Yeah, right? ease my way into that. I mean, we are in Milwaukee. Coming up this summer, of course, the 120th anniversary celebration for Harley-Davidson. Bike night is free on the museum grounds in the Menominee Valley. Boot Jack rode the band on stage tonight, but as always, the attraction is the motorcycles and the people who ride them. I caught up recently with Vice President of Harley-Davidson Museum, Bill Davidson, great-grandson of one of the founding Davidsons. And I, I started our talk, as I always do, with Bill. Favorite question to ask you, my friend, is what are you riding this spring? Hey, Vince, you know, I'm so happy to be here talking about 120 years of Harley-Davidson, the original birthplace here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And this year, I'm going to be riding a 120th anniversary motorcycle, a street glide. Um, Every anniversary, we put together a special package of motorcycles that look awesome. And you just go down to the the headquarters and check that out then, right? That's right. I just go to the candy store and say, I want that one. <laughs> it's not. You have to actually buy it, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I do work through some of our local dealers. and I hope and, you get a deal. Well, it's, it's a lot of negotiating. <laughs> Good. Well, let's talk about the 120th, Bill, because uh, it's going to be an amazing celebration. And I know for your family, nothing is more special than to spend time with riders and to know that they're going to come from all over the world once again is uh, just a great honor for you all. Yeah, our riders are, are part of our culture, part of our lifestyle. And it's, it's amazing because where, wherever you go in the world, if, if Harley is there, there's a common bond. It's that camaraderie, and it just feels like family wherever I go. And to be able to celebrate an astounding 120 years of our great company here in Milwaukee, 
and welcome people from all over the world, from all walks of life. It's an amazing experience. Don't have to wait till the summer, though. And I know you're always open to welcoming people who don't ride yet. They're just fans of the brand or just want to come hang out. And that starts already in May. Yes, absolutely. We welcome people that don't ride with open arms. You know, just um, clowns like me, right? That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, I'm a fan. I just don't ride. But I, I love being around the riders yeah. and I love being around it, all of you. There's a lot it, of value there. And, and it's a lot of fun. You know, the, the riding community lifestyle is really, if I had to sum it up, it's fun. And that camaraderie amongst people is, is really pretty amazing. I, I've got unknown relatives from all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But bike night does kick off May 4th. We're, we're very excited. We're going to have music at every bike night. It's every Thursday starting May 4th through September. That's a, a fun, fun, fun Thursday evening activity. And you also that first weekend, right, have the, the factory shop sale? The factory shop still is that weekend. We're kind of theming it as the kickoff to the riding season. Sweet. You know, spring is in the air. People are excited to get out. So come on down and check out the factory shop sale. It's going to have some amazing, amazing pricing and amazing sales that we've got going on. The other thing that happens that weekend on uh, Saturday, the 6th, we open up our demo rides at the museum. So every Saturday throughout the summer, you can come down and test ride a Harley-Davidson. It's Bill Davidson, uh, great-grandson of one of the founding Davidsons. A few other things about the 120th anniversary celebration coming up this summer. That's July 13th through the 16th, Eric. The museum obviously is going to have a ton of free activity on the grounds. So the bands and stuff are free if you just want to come down there and wander around. And, And Bill's right, like, you don't have to ride to particularly during these anniversary celebrations. Go down there and appreciate what's going on. Yeah, all are welcome. Yep, and then it's it's great. Talk to the riders. Talk about the the culture. Ask about the clothes. Buy some clothes. Be part oh, yeah. of it. It's it's really fun. Demo rides and tours of the powertrain plant on Pilgrim Road will take place over the 120th. That's going to be popular. I remember being able to cover that. I think during the hundredth and go through there with Harley Davidson riders from all over the country and world. That was overwhelming. Like it the hundredth, yeah. Just the, a sea of bikes everywhere you look. Ticketed activities at Veterans Park will include concerts with headliners Green Day and Foo Fighters. And again, bike night tonight, five to nine at the museum. HarleyDavidson.com for more information on all of it. It's not only May the fourth, it's also the tenth anniversary of World Password Day. A holiday created by cybersecurity officials meant to draw attention to online security. Want to guess some of the most commonly used passwords? Well, password has to be one of them. Password is one of them. What's the one from uh, Spaceballs? One, two, three, four? One, two, three, four, five, six is one of them. (laughs) Wow, you're two for two. Uh, Another one of the big ones is guest. Guest Hmm. is a password. Uh, so good news, though, for those of you who hate using passwords. I, find, I, I firmly believe that passwords are the most archaic thing we're using with our technology right now. Like, how, do, how have we not moved beyond this? And we kind of have. So if you use Google, Google taking the big step toward making it an afterthought to use passwords. Now they're going to have pass keys. So what are pass keys? Basically, it's biometrics like a fingerprint or a face can or a pin unlock code that'll help you get onto Google. So, like, if you have a device, you won't need to type in a, a password anymore. It'll know just, especially with an iPhone and the Android, it'll look at your face and know it's you. Okay, right. Uh, you already have that for opening yes, your phone and correct, things like that. But right. isn't a pin like a password anyway? Well, but it's sending you a pin that you would then oh, type in. Okay. So, like, a, right. does that make sense? It's Got a great it. question. Okay. 
Um, but like, so say you have a computer that can't do the biometrics. A lot of them do now where you can put your thumb on there on the little pad. Okay, but what about work, right? We use, I'm at Desktops, this station, yeah. I'm at yep. that station. A lot of people do that at their work. So, well, then it can send it to your device okay, and your great. device can look at you and make sure that you're you. Or uh-huh. you can show your thumbprint or a facial recognition. So you won't necessarily have to remember Password one two three four five because it'll just know it's you by the biometrics. But you know the problem with that is like in the movies, I can knock you out and then I use your palm print while, you, <laughs> yeah. while you're unconscious. Or hold to my head pop off. your eyeball right? out, and pop your eye out with a spoon. All of these, yes. <laughs> you could then read all the spam emails I get. Yes. So. It's going to be a sharp increase in that type of violence, for sure. 544 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Green Bay Packers have officially extended Jordan Love to his one-year contract extension on Wednesday afternoon. Head coach Matt LaFleur knows with Jordan and his supporting cast, they must simply just go back to doing their job in 2023 in order to regain their success. I think Jordan has has done an outstanding job just kind of picking his brain and learning from Aaron. It's it's also, you know, we've got some younger tight ends. We've got a bunch of young wideouts. So it's it's about the collective and how we come together and what we want to be on the field. The Packers will get a good look at their crop of rookies this weekend as they begin rookie minicamp tomorrow. The team, after selecting a few of the Highly touted tight ends will be a position the head coach keeps a close eye on heading into the season. Certainly, they've got a lot of growth. I think that's one of the positions that there is a little bit of a transition from the college game to the NFL. And and just in some of the things schematically that we're going to ask them to do, not only in the pass game, but in the run game. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how it evolves over the course of OTAs and uh, our offseason program and into training camp. The Packers will wrap up rookie minicamp over the weekend and we'll look ahead to May 11th. That's a week from now where the NFL is set to release their schedule. Over to the Diamond, where Kyle Freeland went five scoreless against the Brew Crew, and Milwaukee dropped its third game in a row, this one by a final score of 7-1. to one. The Brewers' offense struggling to find its way after having only combined three earned runs in Colorado over the first two games and only five hits last night. We're just not getting enough traffic and creating opportunities and you know, no, no long balls. The Brewers will look to try and salvage a game here against the Rockies before they head to San Francisco. Wade Miley gets the start today with a first pitch of 210. You can tune in to full coverage right here on WTMJ, your home of the Brewers, beginning at 135. Coming up, he was trying to be funny, but almost immediately regretted it. John McCure's harrowing story coming up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. John McCure is the host of Wisconsin's Afternoon News. I told you to not tell me the rest of the story because you started this story, and I'm like, no, I want, I want to hear it, and I want you on record. Here's the deal. So my mortgage company, I get a letter from them and a phone call, and they say, we don't have a copy of your homeowner's insurance. That's weird. I know I'm up to date on that. So I get on the phone with my mortgage company to find out, how do I send it to you? Fine. I can get you a copy of my homeowner's, right? So I'm on the phone with a lady named Deborah. 
Deborah's very, very nice lady. It's a frustrating phone call. I say, I don't know why you don't have it. She says, I don't either, but we need it. We're trying to figure out how I get it to her. You're then working it, together now. You and Deborah trying. are trying to solve your mutual yes. problem here. Okay, we are trying good, to fine. solve the problem, right? Good. So finally, Deborah says to me, in trying to get her this homeowner's insurance information, well, you know, I can do a three-way with you right now. And I thought for a moment, <laughs> wait, Deborah's offered to do a three-way with me. Stop. I, so then I have a moment, Vitrano, where I'm thinking, <laughs> do I go funny right here? Or do I keep it like on the level Deborah's on, which is this is a professional business situation. You know what I did. Well, I do. And I'll, before you continue the story, <laughs> I always, one of my famous sayings is funny trumps wrong 98% yes. of the time. Yes. Yes. More than 90% of the time. But That's however, where I come from. However, we're in this new thing. I do you know you don't are. know her. I don't know her. But we're having a nice conversation. But I'm you trying don't to break the ice. Her. I don't know her. And she doesn't I don't know, know you. her. That's that's all true. You did it, didn't you? So I say, I've never had anyone offer me a three way on the phone. I didn't know that was this kind of phone call. <laughs> Jeez, man, you did it. I <laughs> did. And then she doesn't laugh. Whoa. So now I'm thinking, okay. So I said, are you there with me, Deborah? Are you there with me, Deborah? Did you did, now? Did your heart like go like? Gah. Yep. Did I screw oh. this up? Should I not say that? Then after a couple minutes of silence, she goes. So if people had offered you a three-way off the phone, I bet they haven't. <laughs> All right. She was right there with you. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. So we discussed this on the show. You Here's what everybody wanted to know. What does your wife think of that? If your wife heard that comment, oh. what would she think of that? Well, first of all, you and your wife have been married. I, 30 years. Be, I was just going to say, you had to be close to 30. Yeah, 30? 30 years. So, so I go home. My wife did knows. not hear it live. So I go home and I tell her the story. And she rolls her eyes. I can't believe you did that. But then she says that was pretty funny. <laughs> and she says, inappropriate, inappropriate. You should not have done that, but it was right. funny. Here's my question for you. No, was that wait, inappropriate? Don't trade me into what this. was it inappropriate? Yes. It was. You lucked out. <laughs> you were lucky that that was funny. But funny trumps wrong every time. Not every time. That's not 100%. You thing. said 90. I go like 97. I was at I 98. In. I've backed off on that oh, now in our, that's in our a more, recent back off? more woke and sensitive times. See, that's what I don't like. I judged the room. Okay. I, I had, was having a conversation with her. I figured it was okay. And it was okay. It's super funny. She didn't take offense. She thought it was funny. She knew you were just joking. It probably was inappropriate. I, I couldn't help myself. I read the room. I thought she would be okay with it. <laughs> but I guess I'm lucky I didn't get... I'm more lucky that my wife's not ticked off. Well, she's seen this movie before. Yeah, she has. For yeah. three decades. Hence so the eye roll. She knows I mean, I could got. hear the eyes banging on the back of her head when I told her this story. Okay. Great show. Thanks Thanks for sharing that with us this morning. Yeah, thank, I yeah. thought you had my back. I thought you were with me. <laughs> I am with you. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. John Mercure, you can hear him every afternoon at 3 here on WTMJ. Thanks, my friend. Thank you. You've done that before? Like you're, you're trying, like, no. like Well, not exactly not. that. Not to that extent. <laughs> but right, <laughs> where you're trying not. to read the room, right? You think, I think this is going to be funny. It's maybe a little off color here, but I'm trying to think, like, Probably shouldn't have said what I just Telling said. Telling a joke that would be very funny amongst friends, but right. <laughs> yeah. Ever do that and mix up the two different worlds? Say I've got a whole bunch of groups of friends. One that would be a, a hilarious joke, and I say it to the other one. They're like crickets. They like stare at me like, oh, whoops, wrong group. Right. Sorry. Well, there's there's a joke that doesn't land, and then there's a joke that like offends me. <laughs> kind of different categories here. Have you ever done that with uh, language? Like where you accidentally... Drop a swear word or a curse amongst a group that isn't used to hearing that word. 
Uh, yes, I suppose. Where it almost it's kind of like you can just tell like the the language was right. not well received. Yeah. And like all right. Where there's other areas, you know, other people that are like, you know, they hear that every day, not a big deal. Play golf with a lot of different people, right? So you get paired up with a couple of guys, and most of the guys are kind of, you know, similar attitudes towards yeah. things like that. But if you get with somebody who's not, like, my, my reaction always is, I don't want people to be uncomfortable. Sure, of So course. I'll back off if I know. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going all in <laughs> on the swears. It's really blue. No. no. <laughs> hey, sailor. I'm not like a terrible person that way, but, you know, like you little bit more casual with it. It's just, I forget, and I, I can, you know, what, what John said here speaks to me because I like to be funny. Sure. But sometimes you forget, like, if if you don't know me, and I forget people don't, you know, they're not familiar with you, then it's it's not even so much that you get a pass, it's just they don't really understand where you're coming from. What did right? you say to the nurse? Your mother told me some story about how when she <laughs> <Hang> was... <on. laughs> what? what did you say? Dang it. Your My mo- mom told you. Your a mother story? told me a story about how when you went, you were checking in with her last year. When oh she, yes, my mom the, was in the hospital. Yeah, I the went nurse to see asked, her. Asked you something, and you made some comments. <laughs> there were COVID restrictions and whatever, so only a certain number of people could come into the hospital at yeah. time. And my brother had been down before, and I made some comment about being out of the will or something like that to just the lady checking me in. And I'm like, well, yeah, my brother's out of the will or something. And she's like, well, um, yeah, I don't really have anything. We're not really involved in that. I'm like, Hey, no, no, no. Just making a joke. Right. I'm just making a joke to a stranger who doesn't know where you're coming from.